Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, October 1st. I didn't even realize it was October till just now. <laughs> spooky month! <laughs> all right. Woo, spooky month! Speaking of Supposed spooky... Supposed to be fall, but yet it's like 90s. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Well, come on, Jeremy. <laughs> like... <laughs> Bro, like, I know you're in a whole different part of the like country now, but fact of the matter is, is that you lived in Alabama long enough to know uh, that it does not become winter, not even until Christmas. No, like <laughs> it's like late. I've been outside washing my car in shorts before on Christmas Day. Yeah. Okay, that's oh, just no. that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like late sweating January, early February when it finally gets like cold. Yeah. yeah, that's we when we like, have our potential winter blizzards yeah. is in January. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even really... Like a month and a half of it. You can like still that. wear shorts, like, in November. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway, speaking of the spooky month, we are going to be doing a Halloween special, and it's going to be a review of Batman's The Long Halloween. So if you didn't get enough Batman all last month, <laughs> then we're going to top this month off with some Batman. So, That's right. <laughs> I've gotten half, uh, almost halfway through it because I was trying to get like ahead of the game, and uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. So it's my first read through on it. Cool. So I do have, uh, I do have beef with Selena Kyle's look, but we'll get into that. Yeah, when we talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Frank Miller. <laughs> like she, she looks like a young white Michael Jackson. If, if you, uh, <laughs> if you hate that one. You're going to hate the Dark Knight Returns one. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I can see that. Frank Miller is, 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 I like his writing for the most part, but his drawing is, is spotty for me. It's spotty for me. There's things that I like. There's things that I really don't like. Yeah. So he came out with a Wolverine cover here like last month or something. Oh, that was bad. It was real bad. <laughs> yeah. I am very hit or miss on Frank Miller. I think some of his writing is trash. And then... <laughs> Some of his stuff is pretty good, but anyway. Well, you know who else that thinks comic book stuff is trash? This guy. Which guy? <laughs> Martin Scorsese? Yes! Look at you, you son of a bitch. Yeah, he is, he's putting a, a call to all arms and telling people to fight back and uh, that we have to save cinema, that people like coming up are, are going to think that when you say movie, that you're only referring to superheroes yeah that's it at least that's how the article read to me how did it read to y'all yeah well i I was actually just going to read the the quote uh real quick if you don't mind uh when asked about the blockbuster scorsese said their omnipresence could be negative to audiences who weren't well versed in other types of films the danger there is what it's doing to our culture he said because there are going to be generations now that they think i can't read tonight i shouldn't have done this (laughs) Because (laughs) there are going to be generations that think movies are only those. That's what movies are. When the interviewer posted, uh, or uh, (laughs) when the interviewer uh, posited, I I don't, I don't know what that word is. Anyway, uh, when the interviewer asked, the audience might already have believed that Scorsese agreed. They already think that he said, which means that we have to then fight back stronger and it's going to have to come from the grassroots level. It's going to come from the filmmakers themselves and you'll have to, you know, the Safadi brothers, I've never heard them before, but anyway, uh, and you'll have Chris Nolan, you know what I mean, and hit them from all sides. Hit them from all sides and don't give up. Let's see what you got. Go out there and do it. Go reinvent. Don't complain about it, but it's true because we've got to save cinema. The director also spoke about the streaming era definition of content as opposed to the actual cinema. I do think that the manufactured content isn't really cinema. He said, do, uh, He said, adding, it's almost like AI making a film and that it doesn't mean that you don't have to have incredible directors, special effects people doing beautiful artwork. But what does it mean? Uh, what do these films, what will it give you? Uh, aside from a kind of consumption of something and then eliminating it from your mind, your whole body, you know, so what's it giving to you? 
Um, so that was uh, that was from what Variety? Yeah, that was from Variety.com. I butchered that reading through it. Uh, anyway, well, just to <laughs> just to like in that whole thing, like for one, I didn't know what we were talking about half the time. Whenever I started reading that article, I was like, I don't. What, what is he like? What are we fighting against here? Like yeah. to me, it didn't like start off actually explaining it. Yeah, and also. Whoever wrote that article had several gra- grammatical errors. And I'm like, this that's probably part of the reason why you struggled reading through oh, it. Really? I, it. Like, yes. Um, it was, I was just, it was bugging me. <laughs> uh, so far be it for me to critique Martin Scorsese because he he does make, I mean, he made Goodfellas. He's made Wolf of Wall Street. But like, again, kind of how I, <laughs> there's going to be some film uh, nerds who are going to, I don't know, probably think I'm crazy here. But like, uh, the fucking uh, disaster porn movie guy. I can't think of his name right now. Anyway, like there's only so many coked out Bostonian asshole movies that you can make Martin Scorsese. Um, So like, don't like, I feel like that's pot calling the kettle black. Like all of his movies are kind of the same. They're great fucking movies. Like once again, I want to reiterate that, but I, I, I kind of agree with him on some sense because I think he's referring to David Zasloff, the new CEO or whatever of Max, because he's been he's just a fuckwit. I'm just going to say it how it is. And he's uh, he's not even referring to directors and stuff as like directors and writers. He just calls them like content creators, like 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 we are or YouTube <laughs> makers and stuff like that. And that's just yeah. not who they are, because. Ultimately, at the end of the day, movies, comics even, and music are all a form of art. And they're not just to be consumed. They are supposed to be something than more, something more than just that. So I get where Scorsese is coming from. But at the same time, I argue that comic book movies can be a form of art. And comic books are a form of art. And I, so I get my, my, my panties in a wad, if you will, when he says stuff like that. Because... <laughs> I'm like, bro, chill the fuck out. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I agree too. I, like, like I said, when I was reading that article, I didn't know who we were fighting against. I thought like it was fighting against the streaming. Yeah. So whenever I got to that section, I was like, oh, okay. So what are you talking about? Like, he don't, which I agree. <laughs> but I, yeah, I didn't realize he was necessarily going after superhero movies. Um, so again, whoever wrote this article did a terrible job. But um, <laughs> like, I, I yeah. I agree. I, I enjoy other movies. I don't, I mean, I don't have to go to, and have to be superhero stuff. I know the, it, it, we've definitely been kind of like, uh, just kind of smacked across the head with a ton of, of like mo- superhero movies and stuff coming out. But I mean, it's kind of what that ge- this generation is right now, a little bit like what they've been enjoying. And you, you also play to what sells out there too. So, I mean, it can be superheroes now or it could be, I don't know, Western movies later, whatever kind of thing. It just whatever's whatever's hitting the most right now. And um, yeah, I, I so I can understand where he's coming from a little bit. The main thing I was I would just be like I'm tired of the straight to streaming stuff like series. I know we're about to watch one, but that was <laughs> it's actually a, a decent one. Um, and one of the few that are decent. So. Um, and it, yeah, streaming, all that stuff is, I mean, it's unfortunately going to keep, keep going and kind of keep hitting those movie boxes a little bit, especially the prices of movie movies nowadays. So. Yeah. Well, as far as like the stream, like the straight to streaming service and stuff like that, I feel like if they sit there and actually put the money towards it, like that can still be everything else that the cinema is. You know what I mean? It still gives you emotion. Yeah. still makes you feel things. still makes you think things. still makes you, you know, draw conversation with like-minded people that have consumed the same property. You know what I mean? And go further and beyond, you know, what that is. And if that's the goal, if that's like the end thing, then right now comic book movies are fucking just killing it is what it boils down to. Because, I mean, look at how many YouTube videos, YouTube, you know, podcasts, things like that who are solely just off of talking about this shit. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel called out right like, now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, and, and, you know, that's what we sit there and strive to do is to go out, like, talk about movies, talk about TV shows, talk about the books, talk about video games, which we've lacked of. But, uh, like, things like that, you know what I mean? Where we, we try to talk about these things that we enjoy 
And I kind of feel like Christopher Nolan, like that's really a bad one to throw out there. And like, not that Christopher Nolan is just known for the Dark Knight, but like he's made a huge contribution to comic book movies in that trilogy that he made. And so, yeah. like that's like, hold your horses there, Scorsese, just a little bit, just yeah. just a little bit, you know. Like, I know he's made other great movies. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying it was just kind of funny when I read that. Now, like, out of all the people you could have named, you named him, you know? Yeah. So, and I feel like, like, we've talked about it before that Marvel, in when they were, like, on top, they were making genre movies. Yeah. Just super, with superheroes. Yeah. And if you can do that, I think you're freaking winning. Yeah. That's what I'm... So... That's been my argument for people like like the film nerds and stuff like that. Cause I, I like my first love is movies. Uh, and I watch a ton of movies. So like I get where they're coming from, but at the same time, I'm a big defender of, of comics. Cause I'm like, you can tell a great story with people in spandex. Like if right. you just ignore the people <laughs> shooting rays out of their hands or eyes or whatever it may be, you can tell a fantastic story. Like, Perfect example. Last week, we talked about the Batman. We talked about all the Batman movies, but the Batman, I think, is such a great film. And uh, right. uh, anyway, yeah, it just, yeah. it, 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 uh, stick in my craw, if you will, for a Southern, <laughs> a Southern thing. <laughs> yeah, and like the, I mean, I, I agree. There's, you can do plenty of things that it, it doesn't matter if, if it's part of a superhero movie, I mean, or whatever of uh, a realm whatever but basically i mean another one is like where you can learn about um a spy and his wife you know if you want a, a super spy and his wife like his you know their their backstory and everything like and learning all about their romance and you um, lost me here i don't even know what you're talking about secret, secret invasion. invasion oh <laughs> oh oh <laughs> It's a great way to, you know, it's it's all about Marvel, but yet, you know, you, you find out about his his love lost and everything. This is a terrible, terrible show. Uh, but like, let's, let's be real here. Scorsese's not watching Miss Marvel. Scorsese's not tuning into Disney Plus every fucking week, watching whatever, Ahsoka and stuff like that. Like, he's not doing that. He's watching, uh, whatever, uh, turn classic movies. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's watching. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess one of my things was like the the I think what what's missing though out of this conversation is the fact that kind of and something that you hit on, Jeremy, is that the kids that like grew up with all this shit as their primary, you know, interests and stuff like that, they have fucking grown up money now. You know what I mean? And like yeah. that's where like that's like grown up money. That like that's the in that's what all these industries want in the end. Like they have to make money. That's why nobody makes a Western anymore. Yeah. They might make a Western genre movie, but nobody makes an actual Western anymore. You know what I know why? Because people didn't fucking grow up with Westerns. Yeah. They just yeah. they just didn't. Like my dad watched them, but I didn't really watch them. That wasn't my thing. So and I think that's the case in a lot of homes. And that's why we haven't gotten a Western really in a long time. So and the other thing too was that like you know, Richard, you said something about, you know, forget the spandex, the capes, the laser eyes and stuff like that. But there's so many like sci-fi horror movies that have made like these these must watch lists and yeah. have like stood the test of time. Fucking aliens, predator and the thing and just stuff like that. And then there's stories, there's books where all these things come from that have stood the test of time. J.R. Tolkien's, you know, the, uh, uh, Lord, of the Lord of the Rings. And the Narnia books and shit like that. Like, there's so many, you know what I mean? And so, like, Harry these, Potter. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that, Jeremy. We'll get to that. Right? Right. <laughs> so, like, that's the other thing is that, like, there's so many books that are just now starting to hit their stride as far as, like, being adapted into mainstream media right. through movies and stuff like that. Like, like they shouldn't take a back seat. Like they're they're just now at their prime of when they can actually come out and everybody enjoy that property. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so. saying they should take a backseat. I'm just saying that like I don't know Scorsese. Just it really kind of bugs me here with that because like I I think it, the new cool trend right now is to hate on superhero movies, even though literally like four years ago 
everyone was so hyped for fucking Endgame and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> so I, I just feel like that's the new end thing is like, oh, superhero movies are bad, blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, we have had a glut of terrible things. Yeah. But one, you know, <laughs> to quote the Dark Knight, uh, it, it'll be darkest before it's dawn. So we got to, you know, <laughs> just got to trudge through it. And I think we'll get back to some good stuff. Or to quote the Dark Knight, live long enough to see yourself yeah. as the villain. Well, we are. <laughs> yeah. I do use that quote a lot, too. Uh, we we are probably getting into a little bit of that as well with the uh, just the 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 corporate conglomeration of it with Disney <laughs> wanting to just make as much like just milk everything for what it's worth until it's dry yeah. and then discard it. I'm hoping, though, like the powers that be are trying to push back at least on that. So anyway. We'll see, and maybe we'll get a good indicator because they're searching for writers for the new X-Men movie now. I know. So Deadline is throwing reports out there that Marvel Studios are placing writers' meetings for later this fall. Um, pitches for the X-Men movie, they're in no rush, supposedly, uh, because this movie has no release date. So what are y'all's thoughts on that? Are y'all excited? Y'all hyped for this? I, I'm kind of confused, honestly. I, I just have one note that just says, yay! <laughs> <laughs> yay, Batman! Yeah. <laughs> Except it was, yay, X-Men! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I've been dying for X-Men to show up. That's my only reason why I'm drudging through, like, the multiverse saga. <laughs> like, I'm just like, if we can just get to fucking X-Men, it'll be so fucking awesome. <laughs> I hope so, anyways. Yeah. 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 I like, I, I really hope that they do work it out. I'm glad that they're not rushing it. Like I said, um, cause I mean, it's, it, this, it, it'll be a big one that can either, it's either going to be like a, a crash and burn or it's going to be a, a great turning point kind of thing. So definitely one that they need to get right. Um, so taking their time and actually figuring it out, I think that's going to be, be the best thing I, obviously everybody's like a lot of people are wanting it to be sooner rather than later but it just it would definitely be worth the wait if it's done correctly i do like the quote that was in there where the guy was interviewing feige and he was like so we talking like phase 10 x-men coming out <laughs> you know the x and all that and feige was like oh you want to wait that long i was thinking sooner than that but okay like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yes feige, yes pull a freaking apple like iPhone or the X or whatever. Yes. Hey, X-Men is all about, like, every one of their titles usually has X in, in the title somewhere. <laughs> uh, Twitter beat them to it, too. Yeah, that's uh, true. Oh, yeah, that's I'm true. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you think Elon Musk is a big X-Men fan? No. Do you think that's what his obsession with X is? No, he's... I, it's the whole thing. I was reading about it a while back when he, like, renamed it. It's... Anyway, it's like it's Musk's Twitter. I mean, it's Musk podcast now. Uh, it's something to do back. He was like the creation of PayPal. He wanted to call it X pay or X pal or something like that, but they didn't. And anyway, he eventually named one of his uh, EV cars X. And then now he, I don't know. He just likes the letter X for some reason. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> Are any of his children named Xavier? Uh, no, they're, oh, yeah. they're, they're usually named like weird symbols, <laughs> like, <laughs> like alpha and gamma. And yeah, actually. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I forget. I think one of them is like alpha or something like that. Yeah. I wouldn't surprise me. If that's not the firstborn, then like, what are you doing? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be end up, like, I'm, I'm more if then it'll be like, end up being like X-Men formerly known as Sony crap. Like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was Fox. Yeah. Grow up Fox, yeah. I guess. Yeah, sorry. Got that wrong. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, Sony and Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. SNS. That's kind of like it's was one and the same. They were both crap. So <laughs> the Fox X-Men are hit and miss. Like it's like it was like the Bond movies. Every other movie is like good. Um yeah. with the X-Men. Anyway. Like, cause I like X Men one and two. Three can fuck off. I like, <laughs> I like the first class. 
Yes. I even like Days of Future Past. Yeah. I forget when uh, X Men Origins Wolverine comes in, but it can fuck off. Um, <laughs> the Wolverine is quite good. And uh, obviously, Logan is probably one of the best ones that they ever made. Yeah. And I'm missing some. I'm trying to think of the uh, Apocalypse. Apocalypse. That one's that one's not fucking awful, but it's bad. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, there's some decent parts in it, but for the on the whole, it's it's kind of bad. And then I didn't even see Dark Phoenix because I heard it was just fucking atrocious. <laughs> I've heard the same and I haven't watched it yet, but it's not because of what I heard. It's just because I haven't actually made time for it. It was one of those. I missed it and just never went back. Yeah. So anyways, that was, uh, that was me for Batman versus Superman, but Hey, made time for it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, I, I worry somewhat about this news, honestly, because I'm, I, Figured like Feige already had mutant plans, especially you know naming Kamala Khan a mutant, and which I know he's got like a at least it's it's rumored that he has a dislike for the Inhumans, and so I, I'm just kind of like what's 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 going on there, Feige? What's what's all this? Well, what's all this about? Do you not have an idea? There, I don't think he doesn't have an idea. I think he has a general of like how to introduce them. I think what he's doing is trying to maybe drop seeds of them. Uh, before, because the rumor is that we're gonna have an actual like almost like a crisis for the MCU, because rumors is that um, uh, Secret Wars is gonna be like a a reboot of the MCU, yeah. and we may get recastings of some old characters such yeah. as like Iron Man, yes! uh, Captain America, Thor, all that stuff, um, and then the mutants that, will just be in that universe now. Yeah. Okay, you were saying something about the the crisis there, Jeremy? Oh, just like. It's it's gonna be one of those with the recasting that's gonna ruffle a lot of feathers. Like people, especially, and some one may be be my wife, just knowing her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so it's like the people that don't like what I used to be that didn't really know about comics and resetting and all that kind of stuff. Like and be kind of ruffled about it, but. Well, this I'll is be, I'd, be, I'd be fine with it. This is something un- unheard of for Marvel because uh, DC will do a crisis every 10 years to reboot their stories. Marvel doesn't. Marvel just keeps on chugging along and they just say this whatever 70 year span happened within, I don't know, 10 years. Yeah. Like they never really go out and say like exactly how long it's been. Uh, there's a fan theory that Franklin Richards is control of it and that's why because he can alter reality. Uh, anyway, that's getting into a whole comic pasta thing. What uh, <laughs> what is interesting though is I I, I really hope uh, they pick some good replacements because there's some big there's a, there's some big shoes mm-hmm. to be filled with some of these characters, oh, yeah. and that's not even like a pun because the person's big. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I, honestly I think it'll be just like how Bond is casted. Like I've always said that for a while now that. When you recast Iron Man, it's just like how James... We got a new James Bond. This is the new James Bond. He'll be the new James Bond for the next four or five movies, and then we'll have a new James Bond. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah, or or like a... I wonder if... An, an, just another analogy would be like the the Doctor Who stuff. Like yeah. In, where your first initial contact with that doc, that new Doctor, you're very, like, hesitant. Like, I liked this last person, this last Doctor. Why mm-hmm. we have a new one? And But as you warm up to him, it's... It gets better. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know. I like I'm I love the how they do with Doctor Who. Like they they turned a, a terrible situation into something that almost makes it timeless with the regeneration of the different doctors. Cause like the first doctor died and they were like, oh shit, what do we do? Um <laughs> and uh yeah, anyway. Uh, I think that's really cool how they do that. Um anyway. Speaking of recasting, I have a question I need to ask. All right. How would y'all feel if Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter himself, was the Wolverine for the MCU? No. <laughs> That's not where I thought that was going to go for you. No. I, I, I'm not a big Daniel Radcliffe fan. I'm, I'm not. Really? Yeah. Don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. You I love Harry Potter. <laughs> I, no, no. Well, for like, I mean, I, he's missing like some of the... It, major points of what Harry Potter's supposed to be. But anyways, 
Um, like, <laughs> give me that Gryffindor <laughs> scarf. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> he, he's just. I, I, I saw these things like even before y'all mentioned it. I, I didn't really look into it. I just thought it was like a just some joke about him being. I didn't know it was a serious thing. And because I, I was just like, no, he's just no. Like <laughs> it, to me, it honestly gave me like the vibes of. Um, Shia LaBeouf, Buff, whatever his name is, like going through like the whole like that do it like video or whatever, just do it. Like it made me like the way his picture was. Like I just thought he was, I don't know, having an issue or something there for a minute. But <laughs> before before we get too far into this, I want to read off what all we're actually talking about here. So the rumor is is that Daniel Radcliffe was been cast in a secret role in Deadpool three. A lot of speculation is that he could be a Wolverine variant, and that's why this I've brought this conversation up. Yeah. So um, I I the picture honestly I really like the picture. I don't know how tall he is. I think he's uh, substantially he's, shorter though. He's very short, which is why. So real quick, just uh, the rumor going around too is that the plot for Deadpool now is that he's going through the multiverse looking for his Wolverine or potentially the best Wolverine. Yes, and yeah. so we will not just see uh, potentially Daniel Radcliffe as a Wolverine, but we'll see multiple people like rumors that Terrence Egerton may be in it as a Wolverine. Uh, even Tom Hardy is rumored now to possibly be a Wolverine. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So a lot of fans have been wanting Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe because he's gotten kind of ripped as of late. Like, Right? Most recently, it was for uh, Miracle Workers. There's this uh, season. I don't. I tentatively watch the show. It's it's funny. Some seasons, some seasons, very hit or miss for me. But uh, this recent season, I haven't watched. But they're dealing with like the apocalypse and stuff like that. And he attacks these like uh, raiders or whatever. And he that image that you see in his uh, whitey tidies is him like stripping off his like whatever <laughs> uh, clothes, and he's gonna just like bare knuckle brawl with them. And uh. I like him more so out of Harry Potter. I loved him in Guns Akimbo. I don't know if y'all have ever seen that movie. I think it's great. He was great as kind of like the villain in um, Now You See Me 2. I thought he was okay. great in that. Um, I, I don't know if he'd be a good Wolverine, but I got a feeling being Deadpool, it's going to be a, a goof. It's going to be a gag. <laughs> and yeah. they even mentioned that in the article about how like Deadpool could be, even be like, oh, you even got yourself a Harry Potter Wolverine. And then it's like, <laughs> you know, Daniel Radcliffe, like with the mutton chops and the hair and stuff with some claws. Uh, anyway, I, I think it's cool. A fun little nod. Yeah. I honestly would love to see him as Wolverine. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like just cause he has like, he has, you know, toned himself up. Mm-hmm. And like I could see him with some goofy hair and like a, a cigar or whatever, and <laughs> I just I like the idea of it honestly. <laughs> so and then if he is the shortest of everybody, like that to me is perfect. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just thinking. But, I'm thinking of the Pete Holmes skit. Like ah, bub, you flail. That's your power. <laughs> That's what you do. You flail. <laughs> well, and I'd love to see him get recognized for something other than yeah Harry Potter, like. Because I hate it when certain, like, seems to be decent actors get stereocast. And, like, that's what they are from then till eternity. They're done. They're, they're nothing else. And that's just, I don't know, it's just sad to me. So, yeah. I'd like to see deserving actors, you know, actually kind of break out of those stereotypes. Just I mean, to, like, sorry, real quick. Just his height is 5'5". Five five. Yes, oh, that's what I'm talking about. He's like my size. <laughs> He's a short king, <laughs> as, as, the, as the cool kids say these days. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I that I just learned about that the other day. Short King, like that. That was I was like, what in the world are you talking about? And they had to book. I was like, well, I'm old. Okay, but <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> I, I'm gonna need y'all to like up my game because I have no idea what the fuck y'all are talking about. It 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 uh, it's not worth your time, honestly. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk after the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do but, you I mean, like them? back to like Daniel Radcliffe. Like I mean. He's had, like Richard said, he's had some some good roles and things like that. Uh, I remember seeing him one, one or two. Like, and he actually did a good job in those. Uh, yeah, I'm not crazy about him as Harry Potter, but um, he did he did all right in those. But I, I, yeah, I don't know. It, it would be a it would definitely be interesting to see how they would bring him in on that as as Wolverine. You know what else would be interesting? What's that? To read this book, The Reign of Marvel Studios. In this book. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I have to, uh, for our listeners, Michael is on point today with his segues. And I just, I'm going <laughs> to. Thank you. I'm, thank I'm, you. I'm yeah, taking a bow. Take a bow. Take a bow. Man. <laughs> man, I'm going to fuck it all up the rest of the Oh, game. no. I'm sorry. I'm jinxed too. <laughs> but in this book that's coming out, there's like tons of lists of what could be's the Marvel what if of the universe yeah. right here. We're talking about Charlie Hunnam possibly as Thor along with Tom Tom Hiddleston, Loki, uh, Alexander Skarsgård, Liam Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth's brother, who honestly apparently had the role better than, than Chris did, which yeah. that was a cool story to read. Um, let's see. Wyatt Russell. Sebastian Stan, Chris Pratt, John Krasinski, Chase Crawford, Jens Askins as Captain America. Uh, let's see. Karen Gillian as Sharon Carter. Chadwick Boseman. This was the biggest one. Chadwick Boseman as fucking Drax. That's a terrible, terrible casting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. Whoever, whoever, I don't know if it's Sarah Haley Finn, the, the uh, casting director who's like, honestly, the unsung hero of the MCU. But anyway, I, I don't know if it was her decision to nix that or gun, but like, God, that would have been a terrible Drax. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Uh, I, I apologize to this lady, but I believe it's Lupia? No, it's uh, Lupicia Nyong'o. Oh, thank you so much for saving <laughs> me on that one. Yes. <laughs> Hers Gamora, which I could... See, but I like her better as the love interest yeah, for Nakia. Yes, yes, I like her better for that role. So, uh, yeah, did y'all look at this list of like names and stuff like that? And did, did anything that cut y'all catch y'all off guard? Uh, the Alexander Skarsgård did, which I'm like, because my wife loves it, like, she's obsessed with him. She like has such a crush <laughs> on him, she loves him from True Blood <laughs> and pretty much anything that he's in. And and honestly, I was like, he's probably too old now, but like back then when they were doing like the first Thor movie, it had been fine. But like where Thor now is in his life, I don't know if Skarsgård could would be the perfect role. But he's a he's a legitimate fucking Viking. Like he he's like I forget he's Swedish or something like that. So like he he literally is descended from Vikings. So obviously he would be like a great pick for Thor. Um, especially because he was in that I, a long time ago. We did an episode, and I couldn't remember the name of the movie that he's in, but it's called Northman, where he plays a Viking, and it's it's fantastic. But anyway, can we get him as Balder the Brave then? Yeah, you could have. Ah, uh, was it uh, Daniel Craig was also in that list as a running for Thor as well. Oh wow! Which I think is why the rumors were he was going to play Balder in Multiverse of Madness. I heard that too, um, as part of the Illuminati. But yeah. I hate that idea of him being part of the Illuminati as much as I hate it. Uh, Electra and Daredevil being part of the Illuminati in Deadpool three, but yeah, that is what it is. I uh, the I've heard this for years, but uh, Jim from the Office, John Krasinski as Captain America, I think is <laughs> the worst casting for Captain America. <laughs> I, I I even remember that came out before the move, like before Captain America: The First Avenger came out. I remember talking about it in school with someone who was like, yeah, these are the guys that are rumored to be up there up for the role. And I just remember Jim from the office. He's got those big old ears that stick out. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. It'd be hard to tame those in that captain America cow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was surprised to hear Charlie hunting. Cause like maybe that's who they wanted for Thor possibly, but He's he's a little guy. Well, I say little guy. Like, I'm sure he's bigger than me. But, like, whenever I've seen him in movies and stuff like that, I mean, I, I guess the most recent one was, for me, was Sons of Anarchy uh, next to Paul, Perl Ron Perlman, who's fucking yeah. beastly of a guy. Um, <laughs> but, I, like, he, somebody said something about him being um, Green Arrow for the DC Universe. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And he's like, who? I don't, I don't know. Sure. Why not? Like he, he's, he's like, I have, <laughs> he's like, whatever. He would be a good Ollie. I thought so. Yeah. I, I like that casting a lot. That would be a great Ollie. How, when you say he's small, like you talking about like he's short or he's just like small in stature, like small in stature. Like he's oh, okay. Like I, I think I'm sure, like I said, I'm sure he's taller than me. Most everybody is. And he like, he's got a pretty like 
fit physique, mm-hmm. but he's not like I wouldn't look at him and think Viking. Yeah, like he I doesn't look like he's like big enough to be a Viking. Well, Does that this, makes sense. Yeah, this article goes into like ridiculous detail about the workout regimen that Chris Hemsworth had to do and all this oh stuff. Oh my gosh! Because apparently he was like. I, I don't know because he's from Australia and I'm not from Australia, but he was like a, a surfer bro or something in Australia before he was like this actor. So I think he had more of a lean body type, not the big buff like build that yeah. he is known for now. Um, so Charlie could probably do that. But yeah, I, I, I like what they ended up with. I've seen the, if you go online, you can see Tom Hiddleston doing a, um, what do you call it? Uh, He's testing out for the role of Thor. Like he's doing, okay. he's, he's doing audition. a line read. Thank, thank you, audition. <laughs> uh, he's doing an audition for Thor, and it's quite because Kenneth Branagh, who's a very uh, you know Shakespearean uh, actor and director and stuff like that. Thor was known for his like you know does mother wear his drapes you know or whatever yes. mother, whatever it is yes he's very much does like, mother know <laughs> thou weareth her drapes <laughs> you son of a bitch love that part. Um, uh, yeah, that is very Thor from the comic books, especially the older comic books, because, uh, Stan Lee liked that sort of speak for Thor. Uh, so Kenneth Brenner was very drawn to that. So, and Tom Hiddleston is like an actor, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. and anyway, they ended up liking from this article, what they said is they ended up liking, uh, Hemsworth much better and, but they didn't want to get rid of Hiddleston, so they brought him in for Loki, which was cool. The, uh, the other thing I just want to talk about is uh, Kenneth Brenner. It's a nothing kind of burger, but in that, it mentions how Kenneth Brenner wanted to change the name of Mjolnir to Uru <laughs> because Mjolnir was just too hard to pronounce. And I'm like, dude, you you know how to speak in, what is it, iambic p- pentameter? Or I, I'm probably butching that when my wife's going to hit me over the head afterwards because <laughs> she loves Shakespeare <laughs> stuff. Uh, but anyway... Uh, yeah, and I'm like, you know how to re- like speak in some of the hardest like w- like forms of l- English there is, and you can't pronounce Mjolnir. <laughs> anyway, that is pretty. Yeah, <laughs> I saw. Well, I like the response of like Feige smirking and saying, "I don't know, they'll hang you for that." And he's like, "Okay, well, I guess we won't do that." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just surprised that Liam had one over on because there's okay, so there's three brothers in the Hemsworth. If you don't know, yeah. And so you got Chris as the middle, if I'm not mistaken. Liam's yeah. the youngest. And then the oldest does like soap operas in Australia. Huh. And so it was funny for to me to hear that Liam was like having one over on Chris. And to the point of like Liam had progressed to the next round. And they were questioned like whoever Chris was working with at that time was like, I don't see your name on this list. And he he's like, I don't know. I guess I just butchered it. I lost it. So, but sending in another tape and was able to to get his way back in, obviously. Uh, but yeah, that threw me off guard. Along with, you know, y'all talking about no aud- you know, auditions and stuff like that. The offer that Chris Evans got to be Captain America after he turned it down the first time of a nine movie deal with no audition. Yeah. The yeah. fuck you say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He doesn't like he doesn't like being in the limelight. Like you hear in that article about how like he was very much like, uh, you know, I may be signing my death warrant. You know, by like, if yeah. these movies are bad, I don't. I think the quote was something like, I don't want to make these. Like, I don't want to be tied down making fucking shitty movies or something like. Yeah. That. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I was pretty surprised by that too. I was yeah. like, wow, good for you, man. Like, and that's awesome. After after he got done with with Captain America, you're kind of seeing that now where, I mean, he's got pretty much because of the MCU, he's got fuck you money where he can do whatever the fuck he wants now. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're seeing, he gets to pick and choose what's he, what he wants to be in and what he doesn't want to be in. So anyway, that's cool. Uh, real quick. Uh, Luke Hemsworth is the oldest brother. I just wanted to look up his name. Okay. Huh. Awesome. Good deal. Well, I have no good segue for this. So, uh, Spider-Man two, Spider-Man two for <laughs> PlayStation five. They've released... Just threw them off. I'm sorry. No. No, I just... <laughs> I thought I had a way to work it in earlier, and then I was like, no, nah, I got to talk about this other stuff. Anyways, 900... No, 98 fucking gigabytes for this download for Spider-Man 2 on PlayStation 5. That just... That's still only a third of, like, Call of Duty's. That's right. 
Yeah. So my no, a third of it? Yeah. Like my, Call of Duty's three hundred gigs? Uh, no. It's I probably not. not. No, it's like one hundred and fifty. Uh, no. Hey, I have I have all the data down here, real quick. <laughs> Sorry. I was gonna say he's got the run times over here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, my note is this is a nothing nothing burger currently sitting on my PS Five right now. The biggest, just uh, yeah, I think I did biggest to smallest. Yeah, I did. All right. Uh, Jedi Fallen, or excuse me, not Fallen Order. Jedi Survivor is 151 gigs. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is 86 gigs. God of War Ragnarok is 85. Marvel Spider-Man Remastered is 54 gigabytes. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales is 39 gigabytes. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is 30. Uh, but it's not even the biggest that's ever been out right now. Uh, going from smallest to largest, Red Dead Redemption 2 is 120 gigabytes. Jedi Fallen Survivor, as I previously mentioned, is 151. NBA 2K23 is 153. No shit. And Call of Duty is 175 gigabytes. Yeah, that's the dumbest thing ever. Call of Duty. So it's almost double. Yeah, it's Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Is the, yeah. is the so I, I could see Call of Duty, like Call of Duty, Red Dead Redemption, Final Fantasy. I could see all those being these big, ginormous, like downloads and stuff like that. And I know that the newest Star Wars is kind of like a Red Dead Redemption where you've got, you can do planet hopping and shit like that, that I've heard of. And so I could see that one being like a, a giant download as well. But fucking NBA, like yeah, what are you so downloading? <laughs> what? Like these stadiums don't require that much. Yeah, I don't They're know. basically all the same. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have no idea. The uh I, I can understand I'm excited that it's that big because that means there's probably gonna be yeah. a shitload of stuff to do in the game. But which I, I can understand it being that big too, because I mean playing the multiple Spider-Man and that like I mean that's a that's a lot. Of, I mean, because if you think about it, it's almost like, um, like two or three of the current game. Like the, uh, would you say the Miles Morales is like thirty or something like that? Yeah, it's thirty. And oh, excuse but, me, it's thirty nine. And yeah, the remastered, which is just like the digital copy that's for PS Five, is fifty four. So yeah, like you're basically doubling. You're having two storylines almost. It seems like within this Spider Man two. So. I could see reason why it being bigger, and I'm 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 with Richard. I'm glad that it's bigger, not necessarily to take up more of my the memory space on my my console, but just to know that they're putting <laughs> something into it. Now, granted, you can make things bigger and they still be crap. Call of Duty. I'm looking at you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't understand. I cannot fathom why Call of Duty is 170 yeah. 75 gigabytes. I, I can't fathom it. Like, how many is there just that many? Because like, I haven't played Call of Duty in, I don't know, since whenever, I don't know, the last fucking solar eclipse happened. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> like, um, it's been so long. Uh, but is it there's that many maps now and that many no. like vehicles and, and guns and characters that you can play or what? There's a whole bunch of glitches and crap crashing. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't get it. I, I just do I not get it. Yeah, that yeah, I don't know. Like I said, so you could you can have a huge like size for that, but um, it's it it's not the size that matters. It's just the motion of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. It's the motion of the controller. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dual axis, baby. All right. <laughs> um, you know. You know who else is widening out? Are oh, you got something else? Uh, no, I want. I want to hit the segue. No, Forget what. No, fuck whatever. Ahead. I have to say. I want to hit the segue. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else is widening out their playing field? No. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't want to answer we, this. We, we had we had this joke a couple weeks ago with the bye, Jeremy thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't need a round two. I'm going to say Jonathan Hickman. Is that who you damn right okay. he is. <laughs> Yay. Because we're bringing back the Ultimate Comics universe with uh, Ultimate Invasion here in 2024. And I can't tell by the way that it's wrote, are we getting a new Ultimate Comics Spider-Man? Is Peter Parker coming back from the dead? Is Miles Morales taking back over? What the fuck is going on there? Yeah. I have no idea. They said they're going to announce in like a couple of weeks, maybe a week with uh, New York Comic Con coming up. 
Um, but yeah, Ultimate Invasion, I didn't even know this was a thing going on in the comic books. That shows you how much I haven't been reading current comics right now. Uh, I'm tentatively excited because I fucking loved uh, Bendis's Ultimate Spider-Man run. I, I think it's fantastic. It, uh, originally, I was kind of, I hated the Ultimate Universe. And it was because I didn't like, like, I never read the Spider-Man stuff. I just saw all this, like, weird changes that they did in the Ultimate Universe that I just did not like. And I know the MCU takes a lot of inspiration from the Ultimate Universe, mm-hmm. but they took some of the good things and left out all the weird mm-hmm. shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I like Jonathan Hickman. He is best when he does long-form storytelling. He His Fantastic Four run, that, which eventually led into Secret Wars, is phenomenal. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. I, what little bit I've read of his X-Men is weird, but I think it's going to pay off. I don't know yet. I'm waiting till the fall of X is done and then I'm just going to binge read everything. (laughs) Um, but yeah, this, this has me excited. I, I really, I hope it's, I, I kind of want it because Miles is now in the 616 universe at least as last I checked, he was. I don't yeah, know if this yeah. uh, ultimate invasion now he's back over there or something, but I'm hoping they bring back Peter, ultimate Peter Parker back. Um, that would be cool. Or Hickman could do something completely different, which would be neat too. Possibly. He could wind up with another spider boy, <laughs> which he's got a following. So maybe that'd be good. I don't know, but yeah. So that's the thing. Yeah, yeah it, it's not in that universe, but it'd be cool if he had like Mayday Parker or something. But anyway, that she's not in that universe, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> she could be now. Yeah, but you'd have to explain like him and Mary Jane, who were like kids still at the time when when Peter died, like somehow Mary Jane and them had <laughs> sex and then she was pregnant and then gave birth. But then Secret Wars happened and she died. But now they're back. And anyway, I don't know. It's all confusing. I've gone cross-eyed now. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say like Secret Wars is what's got me like all kinds of like is it a, is it a brand new world oh new world or is well, it like at the end of that I, I don't I don't know how I don't know how see I've got to read Ultimate Invasion because at the end of Secret Wars uh, using I can't remember now but it was like using the power that God King Doom took from the the Beyonders and stuff in Molecule Man the Fantastic Four with Franklin Richard and all that, they decided to recreate the multiverse and they left to go explore the new multiverse that they're creating. Uh, so I don't know if, um, I don't know if it's like, oh, hey, we also created the Ultimate Universe again or because it talks about in that article, which is kind of a spoiler for me because I haven't read it, but they talk about the makers come back somehow. Yes. Uh, which, yeah, and see, uh, Ultimate Invasion. Yeah. And for those that don't know, the maker is the ultimate universe's Reed Richards. He becomes a villain and he takes on the moniker as the maker. Absolutely. I mean, let's be honest. Who better to sit there and bring back the ultimate universe than the person that destroyed it in the first place? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I really like Hickman. Hickman is one of those. He's a slow burn. But if you stick with him, his stories pay off. It's so... Anyway, I, I love Hickman a lot. You know who else I want to stick with? <laughs> James Gunn. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and the people he's already said that he's confirming are coming back for the DCU. So not only are we getting Viola Davis, John Cena, along with like some other characters uh, that have been... no Nobody else big really has been mentioned. I think it's really John Cena and Viola Davis that's kind of been like the big hitters of this new DCU. However... Let's see if I can do this. You want me to do it? <laughs> I, I've, I, I've kind of wrote it out, but <laughs> Zolo, Mari Duena, close, so close. Blue Beetle, close. <laughs> Zolo Mari Duena, yeah. Duena, Duena. Okay, that sounds better. It's coming back. He's confirmed to come back as Blue Beetle. He's going to be the DCU Blue Beetle. So, but uh, Blue Beetle is not canon. Like. Very adamantly in that article. Yeah. <laughs> nothing is canon. <laughs> no. Everything starts at Creature Commandos. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he'll stick around as the Blue Beetle. So I thought that was really cool. I haven't got to see it yet, but I'm excited. I still want to see it and I'm Same. excited yeah. to see what he does. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, it's like, I'm, I'm with you. I, I was really excited about the movie and whenever it was coming out, and you know, I really wanted to go see it. But uh, yeah, hadn't gotten around to that part yet. I hope it'll go do that soon. 
<laughs> well, I but, think yeah. it's, it's got to be coming out on Mac soon. I mean, yeah, you would think so. TMNT's already out on Paramount Plus. Yeah. And I want to say that came out around or like right before or right around the yeah, time I think it was. Blue Beetle came out. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't I know. just started yeah. watching that and it's it's good so far. Spoilers. Uh, Spoilers. I wanted TMNT. to watch it. Yeah. I wanted to watch it this weekend just never got around to it. Yeah. So, but good. I'm glad to hear it's good so far. Yeah. So far. Well, we watched about, like, we just started it tonight, so I watched, like, 30 minutes of it, 30, 45 minutes. Oh, you saw the intro was good. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, I'm wondering if this next series we're getting to Max will be any good. Kite Man, <laughs> hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. The only thing that I noticed throughout this teaser, we got a teaser for it, and first of all, I'm kind of like up in the air about Kite Man having his own show. Like it's, I don't know, it's, it seems to be following the same lines of the Harley Quinn Mac show and stuff like that. Bringing in a character known as the Golden Glider as well, who was actually in the Flash TV show, if I'm not mistaken. I, I want to say there was a character, a Golden Glider character in that show. There was. Anyways. There also, uh, she's, uh, she was introduced in the third, fourth season of Harley Quinn. I can't remember. Okay. I haven't gotten that far. I think I've watched season three. I think. I know one and two for sure. So. Gotcha. Anyways, I know that Richard's watched the Harley Quinn series. Jeremy, have you watched any of the Harley Quinn series? No. Oh. Well. <laughs> Does this kite man hell yeah look good to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a good one. You'll watch with the kids and everything. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not really. No. No. no, no God. No. Yes. No. <laughs> but no. Yeah. Whenever I whenever I watched the the teaser, I was like, okay. I mean, it looks like it might be funny and kind of interesting, but not not that great. I don't know. It'd be <laughs> <laughs> if the uh, if the writers from Harley Quinn are on the show, I think it's going to be fantastic because I think Harley Quinn is one. It's to me, it just it's it strikes a, a nerve on my funny bone, like because like like I said, one of the funniest jokes from that show honestly is in the first season, but it's when it's when Doctor Psycho calls Wonder Woman a cunt, <laughs> hey, <laughs> and, and the, it cuts to the very next scene, and it's like uh, he's getting canceled by the Legion of Doom. <laughs> like it's so fucking funny. <laughs> It's such a funny joke to me where he's like, ah, you, and it like, they bleep it out. And, uh, it cuts to, uh, Lex Luthor in front of the, the Legion of Doom or over to the Hall of Doom. I forget what it's called. But anyway, and he's like, we do not condone the actions of Dr. Psycho and stuff like that. I just think that's such a funny joke. Um, cause like even, I don't know. Anyway, um, I, I, I think whoever writes for the show is also a big fan of the DC universe because they have deep cuts. Like, like I said, Condiment King is in yeah. this show and they, they just know their lore, their DC lore. So some of these jokes just really like hit for me and I'm super excited for it. Um, but anyway, that's just me. So basically the, those, those jokes would go over my head. Yeah, probably. If you listen <laughs> and remember what we say, maybe not. <laughs> Uh, you want to know the jokes that went over my head? <laughs> Wait, we haven't even heard what you had to say. You just go straight to the, the segue. <laughs> I said what I had to say. We got a golden glider. It looks the same as the other Harley Quinn. Okay. And, All right. or the Harley Quinn TV show. I just, I'm, I'm kind of, it's been a while since I've watched Harley Quinn. I'm kind of, you know, whatever. Sure. Right. I'm, I question it a little bit, but I hope it's as good as Harley Quinn was when I was watching it. So I just haven't been able to keep up with it. Yeah. But back to what I was saying about jokes not landing for me. <laughs> the jokes they were making in the Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom trailer that came out. This whole, like, him walking out into his laundry, hanging up, and he's just got his Aquaman suit just sitting there, hanging, like, air drying. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, you live in the ocean, partly. Like, mostly, I would think. Uh, especially since you're king of Atlantis now. So, like... Why? Why does it need to air dry? Why is that? Why is that even a thing? Um, <laughs> that's that's the joke. That's like, do you get it, Coral? Do you get it? 
He's gonna hair dry his 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 wetsuit. Um, no, fuck that. Yeah, no, no I know. No, absolutely not. I, um, me personally, this is the scariest trailer we've gotten for Spooky Month so far. <laughs> <laughs> like it's scary bad. Yeah, like it looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think as a whole, I like it. it. I think it looks good. I like their version of Atlantis much better than the MCU's, and it's just the comedy of it. it it's and it looks like it's the same movie. Honestly, uh, two people team up to go and find an artifact to be able to save Atlantis. Like so, it looks story wise, it looks like it's the same exact movie as the first one that we got. Um, but uh, apparently, Mira is definitely taking a back seat. So I don't know if the whole Johnny Depp thing kind of hurt her in that or not. I also heard some rumors that um, her and Momoa had some some issues on set and stuff like that mm. as well. And, and and I'm not sure what the whole uh, Black Trident thing is either. I kind of looked some of that stuff up and people are speculating that it's the Dead King Scepter yeah. from the New 52. It's something I've not read. I don't know anything about. But Yeah, just real quick. I looked that up as well. It, the dead king scepter is King Atlan, which is what the story was from the first movie. It's just the it's the golden trident. <laughs> so like there is no black trident. I like I talked to you last week off podcast, but I feel like they're copying just the blackest night storyline where instead of it being a black trident, it's a or excuse me, instead of it being a uh, black uh, lantern ring, it's just a black trident that can raise the dead or something. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I can definitely say. I, was it dead that he that that was raised? It kind of looked like dead people were, like, yeah, I, in the trailer. Some people are, are theorizing. I think in that story, I don't know. I, I'm trying to remember. I could be confusing it because they they seem to be pulling from multiple stories. It may not be the be- dead king's trident, but uh, anyway, there's some other artifact that Black Manta takes. I think in a story that like can raise um, these like black creatures from the trench. I think it may be the trench, but I'm not oh, sure. Oh, that'd be so cool. I want a movie on the trench, honestly, and I want James Wong to do it. Yeah. Like, like that's what I want. Yeah. He James Wan is a horror director. He made the all the conjuring uni- like he's yeah, damn kind of, right he did. He made all the conjuring movies. He's kind of uh responsible for the conjuring universe. Um yes. the little bit of horror that we get in that first Aquaman movie is just him showing how well he can do horror. Oh, it's so uh, good. I, this this movie looks weird and colorful again, and it, it I, I, which I know we complained about Namor's underwater like needing more lights, <laughs> and right, but I don't know. It's just there's something tonally off about this entire movie to me, and it, like you said, it kind of looks like the previous movie to me. It looks like Thor: The Dark World, where two guys are teaming up to take on the bad guy. Like it, like him and Orm, yeah. Arthur and Orm. Uh, look, there it's just Loki and Thor again teaming up to fight yeah. somebody else. Like, <laughs> anyway, Jeremy, what is your whelming on this trailer? We we've yet to hear from you on this. Oh, yeah, I I, I didn't know. I, I haven't seen the first one, so I mean, <laughs> I just Jerry's like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I just I'll have to. I, yeah, it never really was one that I just really wanted to go see or even really heard that great things about. So I just like I don't I'm not going to waste my time or money to go watch it. So um but yeah, you know. I mean, if we decide we're going to review it, then I'll go watch it. But if we're not going to review it, then I probably won't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> the first one made a billion dollars. I got a feeling this one's going to flop like every other DC movie recently cuz I yeah. think everybody is like it's dead, we don't care until Creature Commandos and uh, was it Superman Legacy or what's it called? I forget what it's called. So, yeah, Superman Legacy. Uh, Superman Legacy comes out like no one's gonna go see it unless it unless it's this like unless it's fucking amazing and word of mouth gets out. I don't think it's gonna make any money. I mean, yeah. Blue Beetle was talked highly of, and nobody that didn't help Blue Beetle any. And yeah, he's sticking around. So yeah. it's at least got to do better than the Flash. <laughs> It, it probably won't, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it'll be the flop that Flash was, only because it doesn't have the budget that Flash did. Yeah. So, but I, I don't. I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna turn anything. It's uh, definitely not gonna turn anything around. But I. I don't think it's gonna be 
the the saving grace for DC this year. I just yeah. I don't see that either. Yeah. So the one thing I wonder, and I talked about you with you, Michael, uh, last week off podcast is being that more than likely this is the last Aquaman movie, like with with James Wan and and this sort of continuity, if you will. Yeah. A lot of people are speculating because this is Black Manta's sort of claim to fame here is Black Manta, spoilers for everyone, Black Manta is known for killing Aquaman's child in the comics. Aquaman has a child in this movie. Black Manta's seeking revenge. Everyone's like, is James Wan going to kill a child in this movie? <laughs> and just say, fuck it. Since it's gonna, we're not going to continue <laughs> on this story, I'm killing his son. <laughs> Yes, he absolutely is. <laughs> I mean, he's a horror director. Come on. Yeah. Like, wait, wait, come on. Certainly yeah. that's in his wheelhouse. Like, I know I sound ridiculous and morbid for saying all this, <laughs> and I love my children deeply, but the fact of the matter is, like, you've got one shot at doing this. Like, it, it, if you don't, that opportunity is probably never going to rise again. Yeah. So why not? Why not go ahead and do it for a dying universe anyways? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm very... I, I, I like the actor that plays Black Manta. Yes. Uh, he, he's got a... Once again, he's like a boss level of hard to pronounce names. It's <laughs> Yahya Abdul-Mateen uh, II. Um, I just call him Yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I think he's quite good in the role. I even like the redesign of his outfit in this one. It makes that giant goofy helmet pop more. Um, it just sucks. It, it, it sucks. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily like Momoa as Aquaman, but it is, I don't know. I feel bad for Juan because what James Wan does make like competent movies. So yeah, I kind of wish, I don't know, he did be brought on to do something else in the future. I imagine he will because did he not do the Swamp Thing or did a few or oversee? He did something with the Swamp Thing TV series, did he not? I didn't watch the Swamp Thing TV series because I didn't have the DC streaming service at the time. It's something on my docket to watch eventually along with Doom Patrol and other things. Yeah. I need to look into that because I, I have it. I own it, but I haven't watched it yet. And I'm pretty sure though he had something to do with that TV series, because I was like, yes, that's fucking amazing to get a horror guy to do Swamp Thing. Like, yeah. absolutely. Bring him back and let him do Justice League Dark. Yeah. Like, or let him be over all that. Or bring him back to do Swamp Thing, because that's one of the slated movies that are going to happen. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and it's supposed to be loosely based in that universe, which doesn't make any damn sense now, which I hate that he even said that, honestly. Yeah. But if, it, if that's the case, if it's loosely based, you could do a side DC Black Label, Justice League, or Elseworlds, uh, Justice League Dark. And that would be really cool. Yeah. So, um, real quick to kind of go back to a previous conversation that we we're having, uh, I was not surprised, but kind of surprised to hear that Momoa was not in the list of names returning to the DCU, as well as I saw a picture of him while I was reading the article, which made me think about it. But Zachary Levi as Shazam was not mentioned either. And I'm really sad about that one because I fucking love him as Shazam. Yeah. Yeah. He, he did, a re- did a really good job. I'm ha- That's one that I hate to see go as well. Like, I wish that one would, would stick around. I mean, especially because like, you could sit there and make him the adult version of Billy. I mean, I, you know, the movies kind of made it to where he was at that point of being an adult anyways. So you could just kind of go with him the rest of the time. Although I like the back and forth. Yeah. So I, I prefer that. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyways. They could bring him back if they wanted to do a Kingdom Come story. Since I'd love that. Shazam is a big proponent in that uh, in that story. Um, I absolutely love that. And I'd love Henry Cavill to come back as well. I don't, I don't want Momoa back as Aquaman. I hate his Aquaman. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I want him as Lobo. Uh, as everyone else talks about, this dude was fucking <laughs> born to be Lobo and he should just be Lobo. <laughs> So I'm hoping and praying that that will be the case. That's a definitely a possibility with James Gunn. Yeah. Like, I could definitely see him wanting to have a Lobo in this this new universe, especially with something of the likes of Creature Commandos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the segues I've got. 
Y'all got anything else? <laughs> nope. And no, I'm good. Cool. Jeremy, where can they find you at? Uh, they can find me under, uh, find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. That's Night with a K. And you can find me here. I was quite worried about where they'd be able to find you under. So uh, yeah. where can they find you at, though? <laughs> you can find me on top of. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me. If you want to contact me directly, I have an X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, and Instagram, and the threads. My handle is Night Curry, Night Like Day and Night, and Curry with a K. If you want to contact us directly, we have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. And if you want to check us out on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics with an X. Banana na na na. See, I told you it works. Freaking seamlessly almost. You can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comments. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comments. Thank y'all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed as much as we did making it. With all that being said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. (laughs) Wolverine. Everybody's favorite. Wolverine. Favorite X-Man. Look, I've been going over your file and I've made the decision to fire you because you are worthless. But I've got these. Yes. Very impressive. This is your power. That's it. You flail. I'm pretty important to this team, bub. You're fired. I'd kill you with my mind, but it doesn't feel right. feel like I'd be putting down a special needs member of the cast of Footloose. Hey, Wolverine, you want to see my claws? <laughs> eh. Eh, bub. F*** you. <laughs>